Welcome, everyone, to episode 475 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm well. Today's topic, we are going to be doing a direct comparison between the Xbox Series X and the PlayStation 5. The systems are a little over two weeks out from release, so uh, as far as I know, pretty much all the details are out, all the release titles, launch titles are out, so now's a good time to compare the two. So that's going to be our main topic. Will, do you have anything you, anything you want to tease for later on in the episode? Uh, yeah, I'll be talking about the new Pokemon DLC, Crown Tundra, that just came out on mm-hmm. Thursday, I think it was Thursday, uh, last week. Uh, but other than that, I played, actually, that was pretty much it for new stuff that I played. I saw you so, played Hades. Yeah, I kind of want rather do an episode on Hades, so okay. I'm kind of not saying much about it until, uh, we get around to doing an episode, plus I haven't had a lot of time to play a lot of it, so. Gotcha. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I have not played anything new. The only new thing I played that's not really new is Super Mario Sunshine on the 3D All-Stars pack. Uh, that's literally the only new thing I've played. So uh, I'll talk a little bit about that. I'll talk about some of the the Halloween stuff for Fortnite since that's kind of what's going on right now. Uh, and then I've, I've played some Animal Crossing and I feel like I played something else on the PC. Oh, I played a little bit of The Outer Worlds. Oh, nice. uh, so, so I'll talk briefly about that. I've got I've got to finish that. Um, my goal for by by the end of this week is to have that finished. So, um, so yeah, that's going to be what I'm going to talk about during what we played. Um, so let's get down to it. So PlayStation Five, Xbox Series X. The release dates are November 10th, 2020, for the Xbox uh, Series X and xbox series s i will get those confused at some point during the episode dumbest um, names yeah they are the dumbest names the xbox series x is going to be 500 the xbox series s is 300 obviously the series s unlike the playstation 5 versions is a little bit is less powerful than the series x uh for the playstation 5 versions they're one's digital one's uh normal physical um they're for those two exactly they're other other than that they're the exact same system um the xbox series s is supposed supposedly capable of up to 1440p at 120 frames per second um whereas well i know i think it does 4k but it's it's geared towards 1440p uh whereas the xbox series x is supposedly up to 8k um I don't know about that. That seems like a lofty claim, in my opinion, but uh, I guess we'll see when we get there. 8K is not really out there much at this point anyway, so... I, mean, I don't even think I see 4K all that often, so... No, I mean, especially like uh, PC gaming, it's really just not a thing. I, I think 1440p and 1080p are still the, the gold standards. Uh, and you'll even see more ultra-wide gaming than like straight-up 4K gaming, so... Do you think these like developers for these consoles waste any time making it 8K? Like, do you think that that's even a thing they should even be doing? Like, it just seems like it's a waste. Yeah, I mean, who knows? Like, four years down the road, if 8K is going to be a thing, resolution was never a big deal to me, so I really don't care about that. Uh, I'm more excited that they're going to do 120 frames per second. Yeah, like that I feel can... like that that's more of a thing to do to push forward as opposed to. Oh, this does 8K. 
Like, yeah. No, not, I mean, like I said, we hardly do anything with 4K. Yeah. Um. So, and again, like I would, I think I, I don't know if I talked about this before, but I would much rather even see the the 21 by nine aspect ratio in consoles and TV stuff than I would higher resolution. Um. But that's that's a personal preference. Some people like love their 4K stuff, but I I, I don't know. I would love to see movies and TV be at 60 frames at 120 frames. Um. One of the weird things about The Hobbit was that The Hobbit was no, movies are normally twenty four frames per second. Uh, the Hobbit was forty eight though, so a lot of people got like weird motion sickness from it. Yeah. But if you've ever gone on uh, like YouTube and watched like sixty frame per second video of like action sequences, it looks so much better. Yeah. Um, than normal normal stuff at 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 a hundred or at at uh, twenty four frames. So. But that's an aside. Um, I, I mean, anyone that's listened to this for a while knows that I, I prefer frame rate over over graphics and resolution. So, um, so you are yeah. a frame rate snob. I am the original frame rate queen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh, who came up with that? Was that Eric? Uh, it was no. I'm, it was probably Corey. That sounds like something Corey would say. <laughs> so. Um, Continue on with the Xbox Series X stuff. So all Xbox One games will also be compatible with it. Uh, and select 360 and original Xbox games. Pretty much everything that you're able to play on the Xbox One, it, you'll also be able to play on the Xbox Series X. Anything that you have tied to your account will transfer over to the new system. Um, so that's a good thing. I mean, then already you have a bunch of games that you can play. Anything on Game Pass... Same, that's all going to be anything that you can play on your console on Game Pass will also be on the Xbox Series X when it launches. Um, yeah, I mean, the first thing I'm going to play on my new console is probably Ori and the Will of the Wisps. <laughs> exactly. So um, that's like my first planned game to play. Mm-hmm. It's got a 8-core, 3.8 gigahertz AMD Zen 2 processor, 12.0 teraflop AMD RDNA GPU, 16 gigabytes of RAM, that that really means nothing for a console. It's it's hard to tell like what kind of performance you're gonna get from that sort of stuff. It's got a one terabyte custom NVMe SSD. NVMe NVMe SSDs are fantastic, but these are custom for the consoles. Uh, crazy fast load times. As far as I know, for the most part, it's faster than PC load times. I believe, like right now or very soon, our PCs even gonna be be able to have access to. Um, ssds that are as fast as what's going to be in the current console so that's great that is pretty crazy i've actually seen some videos of the ps5 and the xbox series x um loading up and booting up into games really quickly uh it's pretty impressive <laughs> yeah definitely and really like it, it's hard to like even think like okay load times are such a huge issue but once you go from like a normal hard drive on a computer the normal uh, 3.5, 7,200 RPM hard drive to a solid state drive and Windows boots up in eight seconds instead of like 45 seconds or a minute. You realize what a huge, huge gap that is. So I don't know if the gap is going to be as different if you're used to gaming on a solid state drive. Um, but I know like load times are going to be not non-existent, but nearly non-existent. And, uh, you know, as developers get better with all this hardware, it's going to it's going to make it e- an even better, even better thing. So. I don't know how I feel about virtually no load times, to be honest. <laughs> well, I mean, we talked about it, and I, I pretty much everyone I know uses that opportunity to check their phone, right? 
yeah, I mean, it keeps me a little bit more grounded in the real world. So if I don't have that, am I, what's going to happen? I'm going to lose more time. Yeah, probably. You'll be, you'll be more, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, disconnected. Disconnected. Yeah, that's kind of not, not exactly what I was looking for, but yes, we'll be more, definitely more disconnected. I mean, the, um, the immersion will be good. So when you're playing like Cyberpunk 2077 mm-hmm. and it's loading in six seconds or whatever. I still can't believe that game's only like three weeks away from coming out. I know. I feel like something's going to happen. It went gold. So I, as far as I know, that it's not going to be delayed at this point. Nope. Won't be delayed. You're right. Uh, the only, I mean, if it's like, doesn't, if it's really buggy when it launches, but I can't imagine that would be the case. Hey, we had a game like Fallout New Vegas be a hot mess on launch and that game was yeah. incredible. So yeah. Um, uh, the series X has they the 4k ultra HD blu-ray too for, for movie people. Um, some key exclusives, halo infinite, uh, Hellblade 2, Sinua's Saga, Forza Motorsport 8, State of Decay 3, none of which are going to be launch titles for the system, right? I don't... Is State of Decay... No, State of Decay might be a launch title. Now that I say that, I'm going to look that up just to um, check. Actually, no, I don't think it is. I think the launch... I don't think they have a single exclusive launching. Yeah. Uh, I could be wrong. I'm looking up State of Decay 3 right now. It's... It doesn't say anything about development and release. So, yeah, that does not have a release date as of yet. So here I can run through everything. We've got Assassin's Creed Valhalla, mm-hmm. Borderlands 3. Uh, that's getting the games I'm saying in here that were last gen. When I say these ones, they're all getting like next gen improvements or whatever. OK, because I think Xbox is having every game basically be uh, cross compatible. So sure. uh, Borderlands 3 Dead by Daylight. Destiny 2, Beyond Light, A Devil May Cry 5 Special Edition, Dirt 5, Enlisted, Evergate, The Falconeer, Fortnite, Forza Horizon 4, Fuser, Gears 5, Gears Tactics, Madden NFL 21, Manifold Garden, uh, NBA 2K21, Planet Coaster Console Edition, Ori in the Will of the Wisps, Sakuna of Rice and Ruin, Sea of Thieves, Tetris Effect, Watch Dogs Legions, uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon okay so yeah nothing on the exclusive front there uh which was disappointing i I was really hoping halo infinite at least would come out with the system uh not that i'm super into halo anymore but that's definitely something that would that would have at least gotten me excited uh for the launch of the xbox series x and also you know just excitement in general yeah um you know again one of the things i think that made the switch launch so uh so good is that yeah. it, it launched with Breath of the Wild, which is one of the best games of the generation. That just doesn't happen. When we finally get around to doing our um, Xbox One and PlayStation 4 uh, generation recap, one of the biggest problems with those consoles, at least for me, was the lack of good exclusives right off the bat, you know? Yeah, I mean, it took Sony a year to get a game out. Yeah, I Bloodborne mean... was the first one. It was over a year because I had mine for about a year, and I think... I think Bloodborne came out in the spring, like the year after. So it was like, like eighteen months or something before that came out. 
Yeah, and I think you sold your PlayStation I before did. Bloodborne came out. Yeah, I borrowed your PlayStation to play Bloodborne on. I think I only played like six or eight hours of it. Yeah, you never, you didn't beat it or anything. That's right. Forgot Waiting for that. a PC release now, but I think I talk about that just about every week. So <laughs> it might come at some point. You never know. Yeah. Just get a PS5, um, Dan. I probably won't jump into the console thing right away. Yeah, especially give it some time. I, yeah, especially since I just upgraded my computer. I can't imagine wanting to play anything else. For You're while. not like me, like a sheep buying everything it's it's not even that i i know you generally prefer a console you know yeah i would definitely do as much as i like my computer um i still prefer laying in a couch or something and playing a game yeah um so i mean i guess the main last thing to cover is game pass for xbox series x that's uh it's it's a great great deal best deal in gaming they're also going to be adding ea ea play games to uh the game pass thing uh they just launched project x cloud so you can play games on your phone through the through streaming um it's a great service and it's 15 dollars a month so we found a fatal flaw in it though recently yeah Corey's had some issues with it i had some issues with it too i did too and i just gave up already okay what was your what was your problem same that? thing i have game press ultimate me and eric split it or whatever and when i log into my account it doesn't let me download anything it's like nope don't have it you have to buy everything okay because i was having that trouble too um with outer worlds and i because i went to I, I Corey got talking about it uh in our in our thumbstick athletes group chat i was like you know what i that game was great and i never ended up finishing it i'm close to the end i'm in um What's the final planet that you go to or the final area? Um, is that called that like rich city, right? Yes. Um, I'm not going to think of the name of it, but why does Manchester sound right? It starts with an M, right? I don't know. Maybe. Mandalorian. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, so I went to, you know, I, I went to go install it and it wouldn't let me install it. Like I would go into the store on the Xbox app on my computer and it would say, you know, Sorry, it'll be, it was it said available on Game Pass or pay. I think it was like thirty five dollars for it or whatever. Um, and I had to go in a roundabout way. I had to find it on like one of the one of the like most popular blurbs, you know, towards the top. Yeah, uh, I had to scroll all the way over, and it, luckily it was the last game. And when I clicked on it there, I could install it from there. But I couldn't when searching in the Xbox Store. I, I have no idea why that is. It's always been a kind of a crappy app, and they should get their crap together with that. If it's going to be their, like, well, it is going to be obviously their big thing. They got to make yeah. sure it works very well with the console and computer. Exactly. And um, I've had trouble install like installing games and then launching games, too, was another thing. Uh, I did find a workaround for that. Like, it, a lot of times games wouldn't launch from inside the app. So if you launch them directly from your computer, instead of using the Xbox app, they would still launch. Um, so that was kind of the workaround that I found for, I forget what game it was that, that did that, but um, that was one of the, what may, it might have been even Crusader Kings 3 that I had to launch from. No, I, or, I don't know. It doesn't matter what game it was, but I had Somewhere. To, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, no, like I said, if like Game Pass being their big thing, they got to make sure it runs really well on computer. I mean, it sucks because Corey wanted to play Age of Empires and just had to like buy it on Steam and Steam just worked. I don't, that's why I don't like these multiple platforms for everything. Yeah, and I know God Galaxy like kind of ties everything all together very nicely. Um, but still, like the Xbox thing, it just doesn't work as well as even even like Origin just works, which is you know? blasphemous. Yeah, it is blasphemous. Um, Origin, I believe, is I don't know if it's shutting down, but they're they're just transferring everything over to Steam finally. Whew. So we we have UPlay and Blizzard and Epic Beth- Games still. Bethesda, or do they close too? I don't know if they're still. I don't know. I would guess that they're probably going to get rid of their thing. Good. Uh, now that they're owned by Microsoft, they don't need to have their own launcher. It would probably just be under the. They would just put everything under the Xbox launcher, I would think. In, in my opinion, I think Bethesda having their own game client is the most like blasphemous. I agree. I agree. They have no right. No. No, because it just doesn't make sense. No, it really doesn't. Um. Uh, go ahead. I do want to say they are not changing the controller around that much either. So it's going to be fairly similar. And I do believe that Xbox One controllers work um, like a normal Xbox Series X controller. It'll do everything that you need. So nice. uh, don't get rid of your Series X controllers. Keep them. You'll have them for um, for this current gen or upcoming gen. So Yeah, I've got my... I have two Xbox One controllers floating around here somewhere. They are, but somewhere, uh, which is good because I love the I I much prefer the Xbox controller over pretty much anything. I have not used a Switch Pro controller uh, yet to this point, so I don't know about that. But I, I like the Xbox controllers are definitely definitely my favorites. They're pretty nice. They're really nice. Um, so. I'm a big fan of the, the DualShock Four, but I also really like uh, Microsoft's controller. I think they uh, both put out pretty good controllers and I'm going to keep probably all my controllers. So I'm probably going to sell my Xbox at some point. So mm-hmm. I would like to trade it in towards a PS five. If I can ever, for the love of God, find one. Yeah. Yeah. Have you gotten any updates on your Xbox one pre-order? No, they're going to screw me. I know it because, well, first of all, the new iPhone came out, Dan, uh-huh. and you know I pre-ordered it as soon yeah. as it went live. Corey didn't do it as soon as I did, and he got his already, and mine still hasn't even shipped. I'm surprised he didn't send you uh, the classic Corey picture of him holding his new phone and flipping us off. Well, it, the karma came back to bite him because he had to try and activate it. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he did. So he's going to get his Xbox on launch, and you're not is what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, so Amazon recently just updated my Xbox thing to order received, but they sent us all that email. I got one, Corey got one, and Johnny also got one. They're saying, uh-huh. sorry, we have a lot of pre-orders. We, you might not get it on release date, mm-hmm. which then I've been on a rant recently of what's the point of pre-ordering like my phone, like an Xbox, if they're like, yeah, we have no idea when you're actually going to get it. Yeah, that's not right. Because then, then you're like, especially with Amazon, you're held hostage. Yeah. Um, because or anywhere else, like if you pre-order it, 
it's you know it's not not cheap your your phone was probably over a thousand the xbox is 500 yep like you if you don't know you're gonna get it but want to get it somewhere else you know at least i'll give amazon credit here at least it's not going to charge you until it ships yeah that's a good thing everywhere else charges you the full amount right when you pre-order it so if yeah. you're pre-ordering from best buy they take your 500 bucks as soon as 500 plus because the tax where we live so yeah it's more like 550 um they they take that right away so you can't put your pre-orders in a couple different places yep you know to make sure you get one you just have to hope i guess or if you're I, wealthy and can do that and like one of my nibble bits was people have been getting emails from like GameStops, targets walmarts that their playstation and xbox pre-orders are being canceled yeah. like could you imagine if you're one of those people you know how i rate because, like, I don't know if Microsoft and Sony didn't expect this big of a turnout for this start of this generation. Like, I don't really know, but they were all, they were both like, you're going to get consoles on launch. Like, we're going to have plenty for everybody. And Sony, I mean, is the biggest offender of this. There's none anywhere. Yeah. Like, I looked on eBay and they're going for like $1,000. It's like, what, like, I don't know. I, I want a PlayStation way more than an Xbox. I'm kind of annoyed I can't get one because I don't know where where to get one now, and I don't know how long it'll be before I can actually order one. Yeah. Because obviously Sony has the better lineup to start with some stuff, so like I wanted to get that, and I like the UI for the PlayStation Five way more too, and mm-hmm. all of that. But I don't, yeah, I don't know when I'm gonna be able to get one. Yeah, I've seen a, even since then like a couple different rounds of Xbox pre-orders. I don't know that I've seen that for any PlayStations. I think they just did the initial round and then that's been it. They put them on GameStop, um, okay. but they sold out pretty much instantaneously. And they also said, oh, I might not get it like right on launch. Like it might be like a week or two after or whatever. Sure. So it's like, okay. I don't know. I yeah. Again, what's the point of pre-ordering if you're just going to be like, I don't know when you're going to get it. Sorry. Yeah. I do have a plan. I did get a controller pre-order from Best Buy for in-store pickup. When I'm picking it up on the PlayStation release date, I'm going to ask if they have any and maybe somebody will screw up and give me one. It happens. Yeah, so that's what I'm going to do. Nice. They may have a handful of systems, too, that that are available for people to buy. Sometimes they do that. So So I'm going to hope maybe Best Buy is my option here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, PlayStation five, we can move on to. So the PlayStation five has two versions, the $500 standard PS five, and then the $400 PS five digital edition, which again, those are the same systems, except the $400 one is the digital only one. Uh, it's coming out November 12th, 2020. So two days after the Xbox series X release, um, some key exclusives are spiders, Spider-Man miles Morales, Horizon 2 Forbidden West Gran Turismo 7 Spider-Man is a launch exclusive um, and also one that I'm very interested in is Demon Souls which is also a launch exclusive uh, other than that there's a bunch of multi-platform games obviously that are coming out for it um, but it's nice to have them launch with some exclusive games yeah, I will say Miles Morales. Um, I mean, the Spider-Man game was really well received, and Demon Souls is going to be a pretty good um, couple games to at least tide you over for a bit. And also, I waited to play The Last of Us for whenever I get a PlayStation Five, so um, 
I will have that as well. So, yeah, I, I'm very excited for Demon Souls. It's coming to PC also. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm gonna buy. That'll be a day one buy for me. I don't believe it's coming out for PC on November 12th. I think it comes out later. Okay. Um, but let me look that up while while we're on the topic because I don't want to give anyone wrong information. I think you might be right on that. I think it is gonna be a little bit after. Yeah. Um. Because I think I looked this up before. I don't okay. think they were supposed to announce it when I think they did too. Sony says Demon Souls PC announcement was a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. Oh. Um I was under the impression though that it was a thing. They just didn't want to say it. Yeah, I'm yet. gonna go ahead and just just say that they probably just didn't mean to announce it right away. Yeah. So but it's then it's obviously not coming out on on the twelfth, so PC people can wait. Yeah, uh, backwards compatibility. So almost all PS4 games are going to be backwards compatible, backwards uh, compatible with the PS5, and then they're going to do a bunch of PS4 Pro optimized titles for the PS5. Um, so probably I'm assuming all the big first party title games will be optimized for the new system. I know, um, essentially for the new Spider-Man, uh, Miles Morales, like that obviously is going to be PS5, uh, friendly, but, uh, if you play the backwards compatible Spider-Man, uh, for PS4, it won't have improvements, but if you buy the deluxe edition of Miles Morales, which is the original Spider-Man, that'll have the improvements for the PS5. So, uh, some people don't like that, but that's what, uh, that's what they're doing. So, yeah. It's got an 8-core, 3.5 gigahertz AMD Zen 2 processor. Uh, a little bit lower clock speed than the Xbox One. It's got a 10.3 teraflop AMD RDNA 2 uh, GPU. Again, that's a little bit slower than the Xbox version. 16 gigabytes of GDDR6 RAM. Same as on the Xbox Series X. It's got an 825 gigabyte custom SSD. Again, these are blazing fast solid-state drives. Resolution up to 8K, frame rate up to 120 frames per second. Um, it's got a 4K Ultra HD Blu-ray standard uh, on the standard PS5 only. Obviously, that will not be available on the digital version. So, um, so I have a couple questions, yeah. and I'm only asking because I'm not uh, spec savvy like you. Mm-hmm. How much better are the specs of the Xbox and PlayStation? Negligible, or is there a decent margin? I mean, it, it all comes down to optimization, right? I mean, so it's got 1.7 teraflops more uh, GPU processing power than the than the PS5. Uh, the a little bit higher clock speed on the processor. Just de- depends on how how developers can can use that. Um, it's probably not going to come into play until later on in the generation. Yeah, um, that's usually when the the power differences will show up, but. At the same time, a lot of people think that they're going to do rehashes of these every like two years. So Which, it'll be yeah. it'll be the Xbox Series X version two comes out in two years. PlayStation Five Pro comes out, you know it. So who knows? Um, yeah, I mean, like Breath of the Wild, I think is a pretty game, and the Switch doesn't even yeah. touch the. No, it doesn't touch any of these. So, so it did. It bear. It didn't touch the Xbox One or PS4. So. 
No, and I like I said, I think it's a really cool looking game. So, yeah. Um, I had a point to add or something to ask. I don't remember what it was though. Man, my memory is bad right now. Yeah, I, I mean it's Sunday for one. <laughs> Sunday night. Sunday night. Yep. After a long day of foosball, I did watch a lot of football today. I did not watch a lick of football today. Um, we'll talk about it in our weeks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I think I mean that's most of the stuff that we wanted to cover for the new systems. Um, obviously you're getting both of them. I'm pretty sure Corey's just getting an Xbox, from what I gather. Yep. Uh, I think Eric has been looking for an Xbox. He may get both eventually, but I think he's initially going to get an Xbox. Um, I'll probably get an Xbox at some point. I don't know when that will be. Maybe next year. Who knows? Uh, but I'll probably get the Series S instead of the Series X. Yeah, I honestly, I don't think... I don't know. I considered this the S, but I went with the X because it was easier to find. I think they're making less versions of the... Like, for example, the digital version of the our PlayStation, I think mm-hmm. they're making less of those versus the actual hard drive, and I think it's the same for the Series S. Sure. Um, yeah, because I, I did try to pre-order one on, on the first day of pre-orders. I just wanted to have a pre-order just in case I decided I wanted one. Uh, again, I was only going to pre-order Amazon because I wanted to be able to cancel my pre-order and not have to worry about uh, putting $300 down on something that I didn't necessarily even really want. Yeah, something you're kind of going back and forth on. Yeah, so, but I was not able to get one. They, I, I, I had gotten through a couple times, because I was trying to help you guys find them too. I had gotten through a couple times for the Series X, but not the Series S. Yeah, it was basically the four of us just like sitting on different retailers trying yep. to see what we could do. Yeah. So the only reason I think Corey and I were able to procure a um, one on Amazon is because Amazon went live like forty minutes later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they yeah they didn't launch right away on there, which was weird. But anyway, that's all we've got. Uh, we'll see how everything shakes out. I'm excited. To, I'm I'm excited for the new systems to come out. I think it's cool. Me too. I'm um, pretty pumped for them. Yeah. See how everybody likes them. See if any hardware issues crop up right away. Red Ring of Death. Yeah. Um, so yeah, let's get into Nibble Bits. Yeah, we can get feed here. Bits. Nibbly Bits. Now it's been a couple weeks and. Um, I don't know that I'm going to have anything, but uh, well, right at the right at the top, latest patch for Last of Us Remastered reduces long loading times, reduced lo- loading times by over 70% on the PS4. That's significant. That is pretty big. First of all, the loading times were that long. Yeah, I mean, I've only watched it and didn't play it, so I don't remember that, but it's, yeah, that's great. Okay, okay uh let's see here if you got anything feel free to jump in while i'm scrolling here yeah uh fire emblem shadow dragon and blade of light are coming to switch for a limited time so these are the first two fire emblem games i think um it hits december 4th and they'll cost uh 5.99 um weirdly there's a catch the anniversary is uh the end of this year or whatever 
but the deal will go until March 31st of 2021, and then they're not going to exist anymore. Dan, is Nintendo planning on not existing after March next year? Maybe. Or is their fiscal year ending? Is that what it is? Like, I don't Maybe. There, there's something weird, because, you know, it's the same thing with the Super Mario 3D All-Stars. Maybe they're planning on launching a new uh, Switch model by then. I don't know. It's Ooh, weird. That, that's an interesting thought. I didn't even think about that. But I would assume even if they did that this stuff would be able to play on the new Switch model. Huh. You know? You know what? I have to, everywhere I haven't really seen that talked about. I wonder if that's there is something to that, Dan. Huh. I like that. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if you saw this, Dan, but there was an industry guy. I don't know who it was or whatever, but he basically said that Nintendo should just ditch the home console. Why? And just go handheld. Yeah. <laughs> it was really dumb logic, but yeah, a lot of people were picking on him. He said they should just launch a fire stick for people who want to play on the TV. And everyone's like, that's such a bad idea. What? Nobody likes the fire stick to begin with. No. Oh, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, he was just like... I mean, the, the best thing about the Switch is that it can be played as... A, one of the best things about the Switch... The, the games are the best thing about the Switch, but I think the it, second best thing about the Switch is that you can play it both on your TV or as a handheld device. Yeah, a lot of people were ripping the guy saying, does anybody still listen to this guy? He's been wrong about everything that he's ever been an insider about. So. It wasn't Pactor, was it? I think it was, actually. It wasn't Michael Pactor? I think you're right actually yeah i mean i've disagreed with some of his analysis in the past but so some of his stuff was spot on i'd be interested to see if it was him uh can't find it right now of course yeah that's right but yeah no somebody was saying that nintendo should do that i was like nah, it's like the worst idea that nintendo could do they would do that though. that would be a nintendo thing yeah. Uh, PS5, there's a third-party company already selling custom faceplates so you can dress up your, your new PS5. Ooh. Although I will say that a lot of people that I've been seeing were warning people of just doing that because um, that person who did it never really, other than the designs, had, like, obviously doesn't have the dimensions of the console or anything like that. Oh, good, good point, yeah. So... Uh, be careful of that for anybody looking at it. Oh, yeah. Because I was going to get uh, either a blue one or a black one, but I think I'm going to wait until there's more uh, proof of concept on it. Sure. Um, this thing's near, this one's near and dear to my heart, but Nintendo Joy-Cons, the single Joy-Cons, not the, the, the pack of them, so you can get, uh, you know, a left and right Joy-Con set for $80. Uh, but if you were to buy a left or right Joy-Con by itself, they were $50. Um, so they are lowering their price to $40. So it's the same if you buy two or if you just buy one. Uh, most of my Joy-Cons right now are fairly wrecked. Yep. So. Mine too. I've, I'm, I'm going to have to send them in eventually. I just, like, I don't want to be apparently the the repair times are pretty long now so i don't want to be without all eight of our joy cons for very long it's not eight six six joy cons um but they need to get fixed so yeah i don't know what to do yeah i've been having issues where they my joy cons really don't just don't respond 
Yeah. Um, which is kind of frustrating. Yep. It, by far the biggest con of the Switch is the, the durability of the Joy-Cons, in my opinion. And I actually really like the Joy-Cons as a controller, too. Yeah, yeah. It's it's They're they're great. Like I, um, The D-pad on the left-hand side is not great, but I actually have, uh, at least for a handheld, I have a, I got like a $15 cheapo one. It's got to be in handheld mode, but that works great for, for that. Um, I actually did get a new Switch controller that I'll talk about um, during our weeks, I guess. Okay. But yeah, yeah, that, that's not not good good durability, definitely. Especially for something kids play. Like my son wrecked his Joy Cons, and 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 then he used. I have two sets, so he's he's using a set of mine, which are now also wrecked. I didn't even think about that with kids and just like the quality not being good, and kids wreck everything. Yes, they do. So, did you yell at him for ruining your Joy Cons? <laughs> I bring it up when like I I'm like just yelling at them in general about the house being a mess and how they've ruined my joy cons. <laughs> Lump that in there. Uh, that's funny. So, yeah. Uh, anything else, Will? No, honestly, like a lot of the news has just not been a whole lot of stuff recently. Yeah. That and um, like I said, it's been a couple weeks since we recorded and. There's probably been important stuff, but it was like last week. So, yeah. Uh, how was your week, Will? Oh, it's good. Just kind of, you know, going through the motions. Had a, our cousin's wedding last weekend, which was fun. Um, it was fun. <laughs> it, it was interesting, though, because of all the COVID rules. Like, they couldn't have it indoors. Um or the reception, at least the wedding, the actual ceremony was indoors. So we had to be on a tent outside, which was actually great. The view is amazing. The only downside was our, like our October has been really weird because it bounces between 28 degrees and 80 degrees. So we were fortunate that night to have a like 30 degree night. So it got pretty chilly once like the sun went down, but they had some heaters in there. So, you know, the people who are cold just stationed themselves where you could be warm or you just danced. So, uh, but other than that, it was really good. Um, one thing I really liked that they did, Dan, was mm-hmm. they had bracelets there. Um, and I actually talked to Denise about it because she saw it on Pinterest. But because of all the COVID stuff going around, you never know if people are going to like really care about any of it. Yeah. So they had bracelets out. Green means go ahead. You can be close to me. Yellow, you know, you can be around me. Just, you know, keep this distance or red. Don't come near me. Huh. So I thought that was a really cool idea for yeah. um, the times that we're in. So absolutely. But uh, yeah, it was a good time. I really had a good time. Uh, weddings are always fun. So um, yeah, we, we, I wish I'd been able to go. Yeah, it, I mean, <laughs> You would have had to bring five kids, right? Yeah. <laughs> that would have well, been a it, lot. it wasn't that like we're still like we we haven't come into contact. My wife goes to work and that's the only contact we've had with the outside world since all of this started. So Yeah. Um but yeah, I mean that working that's really it. I don't know. We're at fall. We're at like declining into the fall into soon to be winter. So it's just been like starting to basically post up in my house and do nothing. Yeah, it's miserable. 
So we'll see. Uh, we'll see. We'll probably get another day where it's like 80. No, actually, I think we had our last nice days. I think there's no higher than like low 60s from here on out. Okay. Well, it was annoying because it would be like, all right, like I'm going to enjoy outdoors today because it's probably the last nice day of fall. And then we got like 14 more of those days. And I was like, mm-hmm. eh, all right, I'm kind of over the warm weather. So um, I will say it is beautiful outside now. Dan, yeah. I know you hate the hate the yeah i mean today was the first day i went outside and i was like yep no more night no more nice days nope done yep done for so So how uh, about you dan uh a couple things we are no longer homeschooling our kids they we signed them up for remote school um it did not go well it I mean, not not great, but it was really more that we just didn't have the time to do like lesson plans and stuff. Yeah. Um, because my wife is a administrator at at the school district we went to school as at as kids, um, and with everything that's going on now, she has to work like like she's sending emails, making phone calls, even well after she's been home, you know, for whatever whatever she needs to do. So, um she's got that and i you know i do my computers which has also been a little bit busier lately um so we we just didn't have the time in addition to having you know five kids including one three month old you know it, there's we just didn't have time to to sink into it what we needed to to you know make sure they were getting everything they needed so we signed them up for remote school this is their first week doing remote school um they did they did really well with it uh, did they, they like wrote, it yeah, they liked it a lot more than I thought they would. Um, they were a lot busier uh, than they were here, which was good for me because they were in their bedrooms, like doing their work and and you know on their Zoom calls and stuff, and and they weren't <laughs> in my hair demanding food for the entire day. Uh, which was yeah, because nice. I'm I'm guessing like you you kind of explained a, a couple of weeks ago that they're doing like kind of skills work, which you know can only take so long. And then when Val would get home is when they would do the lessons. So I'm guessing yeah, they would it would try mainly... to do the lessons. <laughs> so I'm guessing mainly like they were around doing whatever yep. while you were, and then but they would be doing the lessons. So yeah. Uh so there was that. Oh dang it! Uh, oh, I got a new switch controller. Um. So the one I had a, I think it was a Power A, um, Power A wireless controller for my Switch, but the left triggers stopped working all of a sudden. Nice. Uh, so I got a new one. It doesn't have a brand name, so I don't, I don't know. I can't, I can't recommend it, but because it doesn't <laughs> have a brand name. Um, but it was, uh, it was, it's a great one with the, the left and right sides of it. The buttons on it are the same color as the neon Joy Cons. Okay. Um, so if you search for like wireless switch controller, like that's that's what it would come up as. Uh, and so far, I really like it. It's got vibrate, which my other one didn't have, but it's got all the stuff like a pro controller does. Uh, rechargeable battery, which I think it's only eight to ten hours, um, which is not great, but it's um, you Seems know it's, worse, en- it's you enough know. as long yeah as long as I like have have it to play for a couple hours as long as I plug it in at night, um, it's it's enough to get me through uh you know the what what i need it for uh feels pretty solid uh, again it has vibrate which is not my my power a one did not have it's got turbo which i haven't really messed around with yet turbo um, yeah you know remember the old turbo buttons on 
so you could rapidly press you just hit the turbo button and then it would rapidly press buttons instead of you having to no. push it over and over again yeah we no. had a we had an old super nintendo controller that had turbo on it it was really? like a, it was a little switch and you'd switch that over and then you push on the button and it would like like be a rapid button press instead of you having to do it you just hold it down really that's actually a genius idea yeah it's been around for a while um i haven't like i said i haven't had any use for that as uh, at this point i probably won't use it but uh, yeah i mean because like if you're playing an rpg you're not trying to skip all the (laughs) yeah i mean it's for me it's i play animal crossing and and um mario 3d all-stars okay so uh, the good thing about it too is it's got the, ex- the same exact joysticks or thumbsticks as the Xbox One controller. Uh, okay. So, same material. Uh, they're obviously the red, neon red, neon blue, like the Switch Joy Cons. But yeah, it's a it's a good controller. It's it's nice to have something a little different too. Yeah. Um, I mean, my Power A controller got it got its use. I got my money's worth out of that. Rest so, in peace. Yeah, I mean, I still have it. I could probably use it for something. I'll probably let the kids use it. Um, now that it's not working for me, but um, outside of that, did we get anything? I feel like we got some. Like we made a big perch. Oh, we got a new couch. Ooh. I don't know if I said that we bought the new couch. We got it from um, uh, Wayfair, and it took like a month for them to get it to us, but. We got that and got it set up. So, Will, in my living room, you know where the chair was? Yeah. So that's all just couch now. So the entire wall where the windows are in my house, it's all just big. uh, It's all couch. Couch is as far as the eye can see. Yeah. So we needed that because there was not enough room in just our our sectional and then then the chair for all of us to sit. So now we have two sectionals in there. And the ottoman that, that came with it is really nice, too. So... Um, I have that slid out so you can also sit on that for a couch. Wayfair has some good deals on furniture too. So I I I like Wayfair a lot, honestly. Yeah, I bought we, some stuff on there. We hadn't had luck with them in the past, but that everything was smooth about this delivery, so Okay. Yeah, it just yeah. takes a little bit longer sometimes. Yeah. We had we got a couple wrong things too, and we had to pack them back up in the boxes and ship them back which was annoying because it's heavy furniture, furniture items. Yeah. So it's not like you bought some small piece of tech that you can just right put back in. Real right. Quick. Put it, put in a little Amazon box and send it back. Um, so yeah, that's all. That's all I have to talk about for now. Uh, let's get into what we played. Will, what have you been playing? Uh, I've been playing a lot of the Pokemon. So I kind of recently, decided i wanted to um do a thing called a living dex in pokemon sword and shield i actually haven't completed the pokedex yet everybody mm-hmm. else that i know who played it a lot has completed it i never did i was at like 200 um but i wanted to do this thing called a living dex and what that is is basically so if you have pokemon evolution so we'll say for example charmander charmeleon charizard if you have a Charmander and you evolve it to a Charmeleon and a Charizard, you get Pokemon or Pokedex entries for all of that. So you can have one of them Charizard, but if you evolved it through all the stages, you'll get, uh, it'll register that you have all of them because you did have all of them at one point. 
what a living dex is is you complete the pokedex but you have every form of the pokemon so um you would have for example like you would have Charmander, Charmeleon, and Charizard all in your box, um, and they would all be there. So you would really have 400 Pokemon because the 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 decks in the game is 400. So I've been working my way through that, and when I started it, I was like, "Ah, oh, easy, nope, not a problem." It's a little bit more daunting than I thought of a task. Um, I put a lot of time into it since I started. I probably put 30 hours so far into doing it. I'm at probably almost halfway done. So it's taking a little bit, um, but it doesn't help that the count, uh, Crown Tundra DLC, which is the second part of the expansion pass for Pokemon Sword and Shield came out. So I've been playing that. Um, and I will say, I really like the Crown Tundra DLC. Um, everybody who listens to the podcast or knows me, I have a very big fascination on, you know, snow biomes. Um so this like is right up my alley. It's not all snow, but it does have a lot of it. Um, so it's right up my alley as an environment. But what it's big thing that they're doing in the Crown Tundra is bringing back a lot of the legendary Pokemon, which is really cool. So basically every single legendary is in this game, um, along with some new variants. I don't know if you remember Articuno, Zapdos, and Moltres, Dan, from the uh-huh. first games. Oh, yeah. They're in this one, but they have alternate forms now. So, Moltres, which is a flying and fire Pokemon, is now a dark and flying Pokemon. Articuno, which is an ice and flying, is a psychic and flying. And Zapdos, which is electric and flying, is now a fighting and flying Pokemon. Uh, So they all have different variant forms. And they're all really cool looking, in my opinion. Zapdos kind of looks like a Chocobo, which is interesting. Uh Um, But the other ones all look really awesome. And they introduced this thing called uh, Dynamax Adventures, which is basically you go, it's like a dungeon crawler sort of thing, um, how it's set up. And you have to do, there's three Dynamax battles that you do. So for anybody who's done any of the raids, it's like the giant Pokemon that you fight and knock it down, you try to catch it. So it's like that, but how it's set up is there's three battles leading up to the fourth battle. Um, and the fourth battle is usually going to be a legendary Pokemon. So all of the Pokemon that are legendary from one generation, one through seven are available in this. Uh, and you, you know, fight your way, these different Dynamax battles, and then you get to the final one and it'll be one of those legendary Pokemon. So it kind of starts off with Suicune is the last, or the last Pokemon in the very first, uh, Dynamax adventure you do so you know you do that and then once you get to the end you fight Suicune in Dynamax form and then once you beat it you catch it um, all of the catch rates are 100% in this too which is really cool so you don't miss out on any of these Pokemon which is awesome because mm-hmm. nothing's more frustrating when you do four Dynamax battles you get to the end to try to catch this said Pokemon and then have it not yeah not uh, work yeah so uh, that's really cool so that's what a lot of the big stuff in the DLC is. Um, there's like three different stories or how it's split up. So the first story is about the new legendary Pokemon called Calyrex. Um, so that's what the first one's about. The second one is about the Reggie Pokemon, uh, Reggie Steel, Reggie Rock, Reggie Ice, which is really cool. And there's like a lot of riddles you have to solve. It kind of brings me back to old school Pokemon. Um, and then the third one is about the legendary birds, which I talked about already with Zapdos, Articuno, and Moltres. So uh, there's a lot there. It's it's I I like it a lot more than the Isle of Armor DLC, to be mm-hmm. honest. Um, 
not that I didn't like Isle of Armor. I actually really did enjoy Isle of Armor quite a bit, but um, uh, I just like what they did with the Crown Tundra a little bit more. Um, they're making it a little bit more easy for people to get into competitive battling too, bringing in all the legendaries. We're actually really close to being able to have all of the Pokemon that got cut into the game so people can get all of their Pokemons in. Pokemon Home works a lot better and you can transfer in a lot uh, more Pokemon. So uh, they're doing a lot of improvements and honestly like the more i play generation eight the more i actually kind of am really liking it and thinking higher and higher of it um i actually think now they're pretty pretty solid games because after i beat them i originally said i liked them but i was disappointed because i think they can do more i still think they can do more um but i think the games have turned out a lot better than a lot of people think nice so um I'm giving myself a beaten game, by the way, when I beat the living decks for sure. Pokemon Shield. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, it's going to take me quite a while. I've been working on it. Like, I get home late at night. Like, I think Friday night I got home from work at like 3.30 in the morning and then played Shield a little bit to do some DLC and some living deck stuff. And I went to bed at like 6 in the morning or whatever. Wow. Yeah, so it's, I'm doing it late at night and compromising sleep. But, yeah. Uh that's like the main thing i've been playing though in the name of the game right absolutely absolutely i kind of have for every console that i've got i have a game that i'm playing so like pc it's like final fantasy 15 hades and hollow knight are kind of what i bounce between switches pokemon shield uh i have to do a pokemon sword playthrough because i've played through almost every gen this this year um and then playstation i'm playing through the original final fantasy 7 slowly so i'm just kind of like picking games and just playing them right now i'm just buying time until the new consoles come out essentially nice so yeah but that's like the main thing i played uh i give a i give a big thumbs up to the new pokemon dlc cool um real quick before uh before i start talking about what i played i forgot to mention something during my week yeah and that's that i applied to test the evga xr1 capture card and i got picked Ooh! so then the next two weeks i'm gonna be getting a capture card from them to to test really? it so really yeah. is it like a like a what kind of capture card is it is it just like a? it's like it's like the elgato okay same, same thing is it um, easier to use in the elgato i don't know anything about it other than the, the fact that it exists okay so that's that's pretty awesome yeah um i'm hoping one of the one of my complaints about the elgato is when i like when i would stream with it like when i play something on switch to stream there's a half a second delay between what's happening with the the video and um the pat the pass through is fine but it's when you put it onto the computer the gameplay is half a second behind the camera and the the audio um so i'm hoping this almost eliminates that if it's if if it can do that i'll be i'll be happy with it so um but yeah i'm I'm excited to try it out it's uh, you always love new gadgets Uh, i don't know if i get to keep it or i have to send it back i don't know how any of that works so i get i'll find out it's supposed to be here in 10 to 15 business days okay um so i'll I'll keep people posted on that but we're all gonna pump out some thumbstick athletes content with that boy (laughs) i'd like to but i like there's just literally no time for anything yeah anymore so 
Um, so yeah, uh, as far as what I played, uh, I still play a buttload of Fortnite. Me and my daughter play at least once a day, sometimes two and three times a day. Uh, Max has been joining us a little bit more too, uh, but him and Marlo fight all the time when we play together, uh, <laughs> and they spend more time goofing around and fighting with each other than they do actually playing the match. You get frustrated. Yeah, it's it's annoying only because um, you know I like to win. I don't yeah. want to lose. Uh, so, and especially like me and Marlo when we play together are such a good team that we win a lot. You know, sometimes three in a row. Sometimes we at least win one time per night. Um, I'm actually looking at my Fortnite stats, and I'm ranked fifteen thousand six hundred fifty-four in duos. Woo! So pretty happy about that dang yeah that's um, not bad how many people are there listed it's millions yeah like that's a lot yeah um i mean a little bit of that is is matchmaking you know uh i i don't get as good lobbies necessarily when i play by myself but wins win you know yeah take it anywhere you get it um so right now they're doing their fortnite mares uh, the Halloween stuff, and and what happens is, when you get eliminated, you turn into a ghost. Ooh! So when you turn into a ghost, you have to try to eliminate the players left that are still alive, uh, which has been interesting. That's actually cool. It is cool. Um, so it it's it's led to some interesting end game type of stuff, you know. Uh, so like uh, a couple of the matches, like if me and Marlo or me and Max and Marlo were left and there's only a handful of ghosts, like, you know, you, they, they turn invisible. The ghosts have a couple different powers. They turn invisible. Uh, if they stop, they have a, uh, like an invisibility attack type of thing. They jump really high. Uh, but they can also see like who's left alive if they're kind of nearby. So they know where you're hiding. Um, so if yeah. if you're you know a group of players or even a single player with only a handful of ghosts, it's not too bad. Um, but I've had matches where like a team of two, like a duos, will ha- be up against twenty ghosts. Really, it's, it's cool to just see the ghosts like you know swarm the swarm the tower that the people have built and tear it down and you know tear it out, tear apart the the last remaining players. Is that frustrating as the person who's like trying to win? Yes, it is frustrating to get surrounded by ghosts and have them wipe you out. I feel like I would send me into a rage. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's obnoxious, no doubt. Um, where was I going with that? Uh, um, but yeah, it's 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 fun. It's it's a nice nice distraction from the 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 you know the normal normal uh, battle royale. So they're, they're doing a good job with it. I didn't know how long like the support for it would go or if it'd be as popular as long, but it's holding firm. Yeah, I I love it. Um Fortnite's definitely here to stay, that's for <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, my wife was saying we should get we should get uh Marlo a Fortnite coach. Ooh. I kind of I kind of yeah. poo-pooed the idea at first, but like I, I get it now. Um because there's so many opportunities for like scholarships and college stuff with esports now. Uh, esports are getting into middle and high schools, so it's it's As getting it should. Be, it's yeah. getting to be big. Um, our our areas were were all set to implement uh, esports stuff when when COVID happened, so it kind of slowed all that down. Um, 
So, I mean, so like I listen to like the Pat McAfee show quite a bit because uh, mm-hmm. they're daily. So I listen to it every day. And like they talk to players all the time and almost all of them mention that they play video games, especially oh, yeah. now because like they're not allowed to do anything outside of being at the facility. Yeah. So they just all just play video games with each other now. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Why not? It keeps you out of trouble. You're home. You know, yep. you can you can. Well, yep. especially now with with COVID and stuff like is like what else are you going to do? Yeah, they interviewed Ronald Jones, who is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers running back. Mm-hmm. Um, and they said they're asking him like what he does like for fun on the side. He's like, oh, I'm kind of like a homebody type of person. And uh-huh. they go, what games you play? Because they knew uh-huh. right away. And so sure. they started talking about all the games that like he plays. Yeah. So, I mean, a lot of them are really good, too. Like they'll play with the big streamers and hold their own like. Um, yeah like Juju uh, Smith Schuster is, yep. is big into gaming. You know, he, he does really well. Uh, I believe so. Tyree kills really good at Madden. Okay. So, I mean, he's well, a player who plays the games like they, a lot of them do like chase Claypool. Who's an up and coming receiver plays call of duty a lot. Apparently like they all, they all game now. So, yeah. Um, oh, I don't know if you saw this. Will I don't, did it come out last week or earlier this week? The past this past week, um, ESPN Esports did like a thirty for thirty type of thing uh, for Tim the Tapman's Fall Guys. Really? Thing, yeah. <laughs> it was it was a thirty for thirty. Like, I mean, it, not quite the, that level, but it was it was close to it. It was ESPN Esports that did it, and I was like, really weird. Yeah, it was funny because he <laughs> he was saying during it, he's like. Uh, it got to be such a big thing, his his first crown that um, like they sh- talked about it on ESPN, like Sports Center, like that's how big of a deal it was. That's all crazy. that. And he's like he's like my dad was blown <laughs> away when he saw me on Sports Center for playing a video game. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I'm sure his dad was like, uh, well, my son's a streamer, okay, yeah, but yeah, there he is on Which, Sports Center. It's the future. I yeah, actually. Exactly. Will never- I'll never forget on SportsCenter when Ash Ketchum won the Pokemon League in Alola for Generation 7. They mm-hmm. covered it. Oh, nice. Which was really cool. That so, is cool. So, like, ESPN does do stuff like that sometimes. It's, like, really cool to see them do that. Yeah. Um, but anyway, where was I? Okay, yeah, so Fortnite, yeah, good stuff there. Uh, the only other thing I really played, still play Animal Crossing just about every day. Um, it, I, I started playing Super Mario Sunshine. Uh, I kind of got stuck in in Mario sixty four. I'm I'm not gonna like not play it anymore, but I, I wanted to start Sunshine because uh, it's been so long since I played it. So I've gotten I've I've almost gotten all the shine sprites for the first what is it Bianca Bianca Blanco Hills or Bianco Hills? Yep, yep. Uh, I've gotten almost many, all of them. For how many that game's awesome. I don't remember eight or ten maybe. Okay, that sounds right. Um, but man, that game's good. It looks really good on the Switch and on a you know a giant TV, uh, widescreen, which is also nice. And uh, yeah, it's that that game holds up pretty well. I agree with you. I think it, uh, Sunshine's a underrated Mario game. It doesn't have the quite the. I mean, the camera is not perfect in it, but it's a, a way better than Mario sixty four. Um. I only had one time where I fought with the camera. So what happened was, as I was trying to get one of those blue coins where you spray the spray the X on the wall, uh, yeah. and you had to go around the the wall there. The camera got stuck behind the wall, and I couldn't see like it didn't go through the wall. 
I had to like move this way so that I could rotate the camera around this way. Yeah. To, to go like go forward. It was weird. Um it just wouldn't it wouldn't go through. I couldn't tell what I was doing. Uh that was the only issue really that I've had to this point. So I mean I feel like people complain about camera in every single video game ever, but yeah. camera has come a long way. It, yes, it has. Uh when you play those older games and you're like, Oh good lord. Yeah, I mean, you know, the depth perception in something like Mario 64 is just terrible. <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, it really makes you appreciate something like Mario Odyssey where you never, never really had that, you know? <laughs> now, occasionally you might have like a little bit of a weird hiccup, but yeah, you don't really have issues ever. Yeah. Ooh, so. Mario Odyssey sounds fun right now. Yeah, that's one game whenever I like just want to chill that I'll throw that in and just because I've got like. 875 moons out of 999 so you know when wow. i just want to play something i'll i'll put that in to try i'm trying to get all i'm trying to want 100 that slowly but surely how 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 many hours would you say you put in odyssey uh if i had my switch i could check but i want to say it's like 70 or 80 oh okay that's actually not as bad as i thought i was thinking in the hundreds because of so many moons but yeah, that's actually not too terrible. I don't think I don't think I have over a hundred in Mario Odyssey. So, uh, I started playing Pokemon Go again. Yeah, just occasionally. You think? Is it bad? Like, even I like it than it was last time. I I honestly don't remember. Uh, it, it I don't think it's that different. They've added some some like more. I don't Pokemons. even know what it, I don't know what, what any of it's called, but uh, there, there's there's some new Pokemon's in there. Do you have? Um, well, do you have any idea what generation they're on? No, no, no. I pretty much go on like once a day. I'll capture whatever Pokemon is near me. Uh, try. I I'll see if I had I completed any tasks or whatever they're called, and then I'll log out. Okay. So I haven't really looked into it, but because it's been on my phone. I just never launched it. And, you yeah. know, I, I played some of the, or a lot of the Harry Potter one for a while. Uh, but when I deleted that, like, I just never, I never went back to that one, but I decided to come back to Pokemon Go. I would like to find a mobile game that I could just, like, keep and get into. Because even, like, Clash Royale, which was, like, my go-to, I don't, I have that on my phone, and I don't even, like, open it. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard for me to get into mobile games phone batteries are also terrible now so i feel like they're getting worse yeah i don't i mean i'm always home so if i need to plug in my phone i just plug it in so yeah like now uh my iphone charger i need to clean out the port so i can only really i've been too lazy to do that because i don't trust myself to do it here i want to take it to the at&t store Uh so i can only charge my phone on charging pads so if i'm out and about all day i have to figure out how to conserve my battery like on the wedding on saturday i was really running any by the end sure. and like we had to get back and i was trying to use directions and sophie's like just plug your phone in i'm like i, I can't it will die like it doesn't take the charging cord right now yeah some of the newer cars do have the charging pads on them which is nice which it's I a nice that. feature yeah well hopefully for not much longer but yeah uh anyway i think that's all i have anything else will no i think that's all i've got too yeah um for next week's episode i po- possibly gonna do watchdogs legion 
Um, so we're we're I think we're set on having Sunday be a recording day. We're That's not a, sure yeah. if our episode will be in the morning or at night. Um, I'm possibly I, I'd like to get back to streaming it again too. We haven't done that in a couple weeks, um, just because of the unpredictable nature. Like we were supposed to record this morning, but I just couldn't. There was way too much noise and way too much chaos in our house. So. Um, so we recorded Sunday night, but yeah, I, I mean, just yeah, <laughs> follow us, follow us and, and turn on notifications. And, and if we go live, we'll, we'll go live. Yeah. Uh, and if not, not, we won't, but, uh, I would, I would like to for, for maybe, for maybe next week's episode, but I want to do, I want to do Watch Dogs Legion. Uh, I am not going to buy it. I'm going to subscribe to the Uplay plus, uh, for a month so I can play Watch Dogs Legion, I probably won't end up beating that game, but I'll I'll play it for a little while. And then Assassin's Creed Valhalla is coming out like a couple weeks later. Yeah. Uh, so I'll use it for that too. Uh, but only until Cyberpunk comes out. Once Cyberpunk and uh, uh, Hyrule Warriors come out, that's all I'm going to be playing for a while probably. So, Oh, I played The Outer Worlds. That's right. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. I want to hear about that too. Also, real quick. Yeah. Uh, are you going to try to play? you probably not, actually. Never mind. I was going to say Immortals Phoenix Rising is coming out December 4th, but you're probably not going to get to that for a bit. That's one I, will, I would buy, I think. Okay. Um, most likely. But I, I, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to get to that right away. We'll see. I, that, I might buy that on Xbox. That's what I'm going to have to do, because I, I was going to buy it on, on PlayStation, but PlayStation yeah. hates me. Maybe that's one Corey will want to split on xbox it's not a bad idea i wonder if that would work i i, I would guess so right if it's game share yeah yeah it'll work i don't know what the sex box and playstation 5 are doing in the way of game sharing but yeah. um you're gonna oh yeah that's gonna be interesting yeah they haven't even mentioned that we'll have to we'll have to test it see if it works yeah um but yeah, ideally next week we'll do we'll do Watch Dogs, but either way we'll have we'll have an episode Sunday. I'd like to have Corey uh, on it. We d- we didn't we didn't have an episode last Sunday because of the the family wedding, so that's why we didn't record one. Um, but yeah, that's everything for episode four seventy five of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host Dan. I'm um, Will. Thanks for listening and get out of my basement.